0: We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for June 5th, 2016. And the next report is entitled, Superbugs Will Kill Every Three Seconds. Um, This starts out by saying, Superbugs will kill someone every three seconds by 2050, unless the world acts now, a hugely influential report says. The Global Review sets out a plan for preventing medicine being cast back into the dark ages that requires billions of dollars of investment. So we've got to spend billions of dollars to combat this, in other words. And you'll, you'll see why. Okay. It's, it's always their, their uh, solutions are always throwing billions or trillions more at some problem as though that's going to be, you know, the magic bullet to fix everything. It also calls for a revolution in the way antibiotics are used in massive in um, a massive campaign to educate people. The report has received a mixed response from some concerned that it does not go far enough. The battle against infections that are resistant to drugs is one of the, is one the world is losing rapidly and has been described as a, as big a risk as terrorism. Since the review on antimicrobial resistance started in mid-2014, more than 1 million people have died from such infections. One million, and that's just the ones they're admitting to, have died since mid-2014. And in that time, doctors also discovered bacteria that can shrug off the drug of last resort, colistin, leading to warnings, and we're going to talk more about that shortly, leading to warnings that the world was teetering on the cusp of a post-antibiotic era. Now, I made a comment here. This is from my last newsletter. And it's entitled, Why Should We Be Concerned About Antibiotic Resistance? Which is what we're talking about here. Antibiotic resistance occurs when germs outsmart drugs. In today's healthcare and community settings, we are already seeing germs stronger than the drugs we have to treat them. This is an extremely scary situation for patients and healthcare workers alike. Recent, a recent CDC statement said colloidal silver has been known as an effective antibiotic for centuries. In the early 1900s, Alfred Searle, the founder of Searle Pharmaceutical Company, discovered that it could kill the most deadly pathogens. Searle stated that applying colloidal silver to human subjects has been done in a large number of cases, with astonishing results. But see, it worked too good, and as a result, it fell out of favor around 1938 due to the Food and Drug Administration takeover, and that's when antibiotics, the wonder drugs, came in, and... uh, that was when colloidal silver was phased out because they couldn't have their reoccurring revenue. It was actually curing things. Whereas the antibiotics were killing all the flora and devastating your own immune system, which would set you up, and also creating massive amounts of candida in the body as a result of that, which would set you up to having to take them again in the very near future. That's why they like them so much. So, going further, the main advantage uh, was that it was a rapidly was that colloidal silver was rapidly fatal to microbes without toxic action on its host? Here's a guy who is the founder of Searle Pharmaceutical Company, Alfred Searle, saying this. So the main advantage was that it was rapidly fatal to microbes without toxic action on its host. Recent research also stated that colloidal silver can destroy antibiotic resistant microbes like MRSA, potential pandemic flu strains, and SARS. And then you have the UCLA Medical Center reporting. I think back in the 70s, that colloidal silver killed every virus that was tested in the lab. And then you have the March 1978 issue of Science Digest in an article entitled, Our Mightiest Germ Fighter, reported an antibiotic kills perhaps half a dozen different disease organisms, but silver kills some 650. And this is the key. Resistant strains fail to develop. Meaning it's, it's not... The antibiotic resistance thing does not apply to colloidal silver. Resistance fa- uh, strains fail to develop when it comes to silver. Whereas antibiotics, that's exactly what happens. There's always the, the, the um, whether you're dealing with the bacteria or, or whatever you're dealing with, it's always going, which, which is what antibiotics are for, it's always going to figure a workaround eventually. And this is why you have all of these drugs that don't work anymore and the overuse of them is another big reason for that. So, um, you know, the silver I've recommended for a long time is the invive clotal silver. Here, I, I post my, um, website here and, um, it's dr dash deep dash symbol, com. And, uh, if you want to know more about that or you can email me and I'll send you more about that. And, uh, I'm telling you, this is not something that's going to go away. It's not something that's going to go away, and they're they're flat out telling us at this point that this is a problem that is approaching like epic proportions here, and they don't know what to do about it. They have no clue. So, um, this is what we're dealing with here, and. The InVive mild silver protein is the only one that I know of that is strong enough to actually go after these resistant strains. You cannot expect to use a 10-part or a 20-part per million silver to go against something that is like a MRSA superbug. It's just not going to be strong enough. Uh, the colloidal Silver, you, you, uh, the invive, you, know, you start at the strength of 5,000. I mean, it starts at 50-part per million, which we only use that in the eyes. It's incredible for pink eye at that level. But that's the only time you even use 50 part per million. Okay, you can use 100 part per million on infants. You can use even more than that on infants. But that's one of the the things that they have it listed for. But 5,000, you have 5,700 ES, which is an extra strength that has more penetration power. And then you have the 10,000 and the 10,7 ES. Those are the strongest, most stable mild silver protein, colloidal silvers on the planet. They... Literally have a shelf life. I don't think they've ever had a bottle go bad. Okay. And this is the thing that the other companies cannot figure out how to do is how to stabilize the silver at that high a part per million. Okay. Right now, I there's a good chance that the bottles actually have like a hundred year shelf life. But I know for sure it's like 20 years. They've never even had a bottle go bad and the company's been around since 1993. And nobody's ever turned gray from taking it either because it's a very, very highly... Um, a very, very high-quality colloidal silver that is not ionic silver, which is what the vast majority of other silvers on the market are. And it does not build up in the soft tissue like the silver that you make from like a generator, let's say, and people that drink like 16 ounces a day and they turn gray, which is rare, but the people that do do that can turn gray, but that's a totally different animal. You're dealing with a very, very cheap, electrically-generated silver. This is not an electrically-generated silver. It has a totally different valence. It's just a totally different thing. So if you want to know more, just email me. Uh, Dr. Johnson at the letter I, the letter X. dot netcom, n e t c o m. dot com. N-E-T-C-O-M.com. I am still running the special on it, on on the strengths of five thousand and above, and uh, with free shipping, you will not be able to get that off the website, which is uh, the Doctor Johnson. website. You won't be able to get that off there. So um, you can email me that. And listen, I don't pressure anybody to do this. too. if you email me, I'm not going to try to like you know pressure you to buy anything that's not what i'm about okay at all so whether you you know get it off the website whether you get it from me whether you go somewhere i don't know as long as you are prepared and you're doing what the lord's telling you to do okay and i realize god can protect us from all of these plagues i'm not saying that he cannot so you do as the lord leads you okay and and i realize this stuff's expensive but it's also incredibly concentrated And the as far as that goes i don't have anything to do with the pricing scheme i don't hold stock in the company i don't own the company i don't have anything to do with it okay um that is totally a separate issue and um, but i will say that if you buy it from me directly i do have the best prices i believe anywhere on the internet i don't think you're gonna find that and that again that's not off my website which is actually a website that goes through Vive. That's if you buy it from me personally. So if you want to know more about that, just email me. Uh, Anyway, back to the main report. So the review says the situation will only get worse with 10 million people predicted to die every year from resistant infections by 2050. Six months ago, the BBC referred to this kind of thing as an an antibiotic apocalypse. And there's a link to that report here in the report here, the PDF. Uh, now notice also something related to this this came out of um, boulder colorado on november 18th 2015 livestock producers often guard against disease and, and speed the growth of healthy animals by feeding their herds and flocks frequent low dose of antibiotics scientists and consumers are increasingly concerned that this practice is creating superbugs that are resistant to drugs well, obviously this has been happening for decades at this point lily adams with the consumer advocacy group food and water watch is one of the many activists working to stop what she sees as the overuse of antibiotics on factory farms 80 percent of our antibiotics in the united states actually are used on factory farms to compensate for the really filthy crowded conditions she said this is just how antibiotics this is not how antibiotics are meant to be used So this overuse of antibiotics is causing antibiotic-resistant bacteria to grow on farms. What it's also doing is the antibiotics are getting concentrated in the meat. You eat the meat, you get a nice big fat dose of antibiotics in your system. So even if you're not taking antibiotics, you're still getting the antibiotics in the meat, which is where 80% of the antibiotics are going. Then what's happening is it's killing your own flora in your intestinal tract which has a lot to do with your own immune system function, which is also what competes with candida in the body, which allows candida proliferation to take place. So then you wind up with systemic candida. And I don't care if you're a man or a woman. That's what happens. It also devastates your own immune system because that's what antibiotics do. So if you, even if you're not taking any over-the-counter antibiotics, you're still getting it in the meat unless you're eating organic. Okay, so that's the only way I know of to really avoid it. I, I wish it wasn't such a gauntlet of things we had to try to avoid, but unfortunately, this is this is the case. Uh, let's go. Let's go back to the the report here. So, this overuse of antibiotics is causing antibiotic-resistant bacteria to grow on the farms, and this spreads to the end of the environment, which subsequently has been linked to more infections in humans that do not respond to available drugs. So that makes the problem even worse. An estimated seven hundred an estimated seven hundred thousand deaths a year globally because they're not responding to drugs, to the antibiotics that they're being given, because they're so you know, they they're they're so loaded with either getting the antibiotics through the meat or actually taking them over the counter that when they need them for something life saving or even let's say they go in for a routine surgery and they get them. Whereas normally it wouldn't have ever been a really big deal. Their body would have been able to fight off the infection. Now these same antibiotics don't work anymore because the body's immune to them. Causing 700,000 deaths per year globally. Thank you for the era of antibiotics, the wonder drugs. Many northern European countries now ban regular antibiotics for healthy livestock. And they also have stricter rules for, anti- for human antibiotics. It is, and it has paid off, according to Diamade Hughes, a Swedish professor of bacteriology. He says consistently the Nordic countries, Sweden, Finland, Norway, Denmark, have higher rates of resistance for all major infections. They're more resistant to the infections because they're not using the antibiotics in the feeds. Hughes says the entire world needs these policies. Otherwise, he warns antibiotic-resistant pathogens will cause more deaths from currently treatable Illnesses such as pneumonia, cholera, tuberculosis, which is exactly what the New World Order wants. They want us all to drop dead. So this is one of the many ways that they're trying to kill us. Overuse of antibiotics in the animals, and we eat the animals, and then, you know, we die as a as a result of that. Some kind kind of um, antibiotic-resistant infection that we're prone to now because we've overconsumed this. So he goes on to say, in addition, he says, deaths after routine surgery for an injured knee or a heart attack may become commonplace now. All of these things will, will become very dangerous operations now, Hughes said, because you have to give them effective antibiotics to have a safe operation. And now those those effective antibiotics don't really exist anymore. Human beings are directly causing now, the human beings are directly causing the antibiotic resistance. In USA, China, and many other places, chickens and pigs are often raised too closely together this is wrong notice that the righteous farmers have a consideration for their animals proverbs twelve ten. a righteous man regardeth the life of his beast so it's righteous to do that but the tender mercies of the wicked are cruel So, unnecessary animal cruelty is wrong, and one of the reasons that antibiotics are used so widely in animals is because of how they are improperly raised. I have warned about this for some time, and even made a YouTube video about this last year entitled, and here's a link to it, Are Americans and Asians Setting Themselves Up for Destruction from Antibiotic Overuse? The overuse of antibiotics in animals, as well as humans, poses a major risk in USA and Asia and other places. By using so many antibiotics in animals... The USA and other places have been setting themselves up for superbugs, which are resistant to most medical interventions. This could cause a dramatic loss in livestock, as well as cause many humans to become sick and even die. Combine this with the risk that the USA has uh, has with more of its genetically modified crops. This is another reason they're another way they're trying to kill us. It becomes apparent that the USA, specifically along with the UK and Canada, which tend to have similar practices, are setting themselves up for agricultural failure, which can lead to famine. Also, then you didn't even mention the pesticides and the fungicides being sprayed on the plants, also being fed to the animals, also being fed to us, that are also getting into the meat that we eat, or or into the um, vegetables and and fruits that we eat directly. And then, then you have that they're GMO, I mean man it's 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 a wonder I really think that that Satan just shakes his head thinking man I can't believe more you 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 humans aren't dead yet I'm trying everything I can think of to kill you off and you're just not dying quick enough The population's even going up I bet you that's what he's thinking But we're fearfully and wonderfully made and I do believe that that with all of the detoxification pathways that God has created particularly through the liver in our body, our bodies just have a tremendous capability to adapt that that he wasn't aware of, that Satan was not aware of. Okay, so that's my two cents on that, but I think that's what he's thinking. You know, I mean, I'm amazed, honestly, that, that more of us aren't dead. that dropping dead like flies. Um, so, but they're ratcheting it in ratcheting everything up every time you turn now they're you know doing the microchips of the flu shot now they're you know the vaccine schedule is going to go through the roof now you know more gmo crops more pesticides more fungicides more emf radiation that we're being exposed to more nuclear plants going you know leaking and in in you know lord have mercy who knows what's coming so those are just a few of the ways they're trying to kill us So let's go back to this. Uh, Okay, by using so many antibiotics in animals, the USA and other places have been setting themselves up for superbugs, which are resistant to the most, most medical interventions. This could cause a dramatic loss of livestock, as well as cause many humans to become sick and even die. Combine this with the risk that the USA has has with more and more of its genetically modified crops, it becomes apparent that the USA, specifically along with the UK and Canada, which tend to have similar practices, is setting itself up for agricultural failure, which can lead to famine. Um, in modern times, we have scientists and governmental officials who act like experts, but are affected by greed and other motivations. Enough politicians and revolving government, corporate employees, and both major political parties in the USA have accepted so much money from, agrico- from agricultural interests that they have blinded themselves to what is happening. Well, it's willful and a lot of them are in absolute lockstep and you know with this plan it probably should also be mentioned that because of the use of antiseptics and antibiotics modern hospitals have become breeding grounds for more difficult bacteria a time of severe pestilences is coming and i would be stocking up on these things these natural products that you can use in order to battle this in the future because you do not want to wind up in a hospital they're just going to be death zones. Stock up on Lugol's Iodine as well, because that's something that can be used topically to um, actually as a topical antiseptic, whereas the 5,000 part per million silver is expensive as a topical antiseptic, it's expensive anyway. Lugol's Iodine is something that you could use, you could even alternate it with it, which is what I do on like MRSA, and I do have a file for MRSA, MRSA is, MRSA's tough stuff, but it you can overcome it. You know, I take a multifaceted approach with that, and um, uh, the iodine is something I think that it, that is essential to have on hand. And you can find like the uh, Lugol's iodine. The problem is, is is they is they lowered the strength on it, which really is kind of a bummer. But um, if you go to um, it's uh, hometrainingtools.com, hometrainingtools.com. And Keen Lugols, L-U-G-O-L-S, you'll find the iodine there. Now, right now, I think it's like four point five percent. If you combine the the two before, they were making one that was like eleven. Problem with the eleven is it, it could burn you. Um, but the four point five isn't near as strong as what they were. You were able to buy from them before, but it's still good. It's still good, and it's great for topical. I don't tell you to take it internally. It's it's a it's a like a, a laboratory grade. It's a good iodine. Okay, it's just not something I'm going to tell you to take internally. There are Lugol's iodines up there that you can do internally as well. They're just going to cost a lot more. So if you want to stock up, you can get like a bottle of the Lugols. Like I'm looking at this right. I'll just key this in here. Lugols. You can get a hundred milliliter bottle. Okay, which is like, oh man, a good four to four to five ounces for seven fifty. The shipping is extra, but it's not very much. Okay, so <laughs> you can stock up on this stuff and have this and have it as as a... I'm really big on diversification. I don't tell you to put all your eggs in one basket. I'll tell you, just rely on the silver. Just rely... No, you need to have diversification in your preps. You need to have some a good amount of Lugolzide, and that's something that you can get. It's cost-effective. It's not going to break the bank. You know, you can literally, you know, have quite a bit of this stuff, and it's not going to break the bank for you. The silver, I tell people to primarily primarily have it and use it in a in a pandemic type life or death situation. If you're gonna, if, if you can't afford, you know, to to get a lot of it, just get what you can and have that in that pandemic type scenario okay i primarily rely on a good whole food vitamin c to keep my immune system functioning at a high level i take that c400 by an eight and i'm telling you that stuff's amazing um in certain times i feel like i need a whole lot more of it and certain times i feel like i don't need as much i don't know why i think that a lot of i felt like i needed a lot more of it lately and i think a lot of it may be them ramping up all of this emf stuff i keep hearing about how they're bringing things online with all of like the, the cell phone towers and the EMF stuff where they where they're using heavy duty EMF waves that are going to have a more a, a greater uh, impact on our bodies and a more horrific impact on our bodies and I'm I'm EMF, I'm EMF sensitive anyway. Then you have things like smart meters you have the Wi-Fi you have all of these other things you have cell phones I mean these are just horrific things that can be incredibly hard on you can cause cancer in the body. And devastate your own immune system, and devastate your energy levels. So, um, there's just a lot of ways they're trying to take us out. Okay, so you know these are just some things you can think about doing. Uh, I've even got a file on end time emergency preps that you can email me; I'll send it to you. Like um, things that you can that, that I would recommend that the families do if they're like, okay, what do you think we should do? Okay, here's some of the, the basics. Okay, and and I get into some other things that you can do. I've also done a lot of teachings on this in the past. You can key in, you know, emergency or um, survival, and, and you'll find a lot of these teachings if you look in the table of contents. And a lot of the PDFs get into this stuff in depth. I've done so many, I don't even know how. You know, <laughs> it'd be hard for me to point you to one, but I've got, I've done a lot of them where I did dedicated teachings on these subjects. Where so you could avail yourself to that as well. Um, and if you do email me, just try. You know, if you can, just try to keep it as short as you can. I, I'm just getting it's, it's hard to getting bombarded, and a lot of people email me thinking that I'm going to be their doctor, and that's that can't not be the case. I don't take patients anymore. I can't. I have to focus in on the ministry, and and I cannot take on patients. I can give you some. I try to give you some health advice when I can, some recommendations. I send word documents and things like that, but. When people email me, like they tell me all their health problems and, and this laundry list of things and tell me what they've got, it's like almost like, okay, now you want to be my patient. I can't do that. You need to see a dedicated alternative healthcare practitioner that can address these things because I cannot be that for you. I'm one person, I can only do so much. I'm trying to man almost every facet of this ministry. I, I, I thank God for, for my webmaster, you know, and, and um, Tim, who got me in got the website up and going and he's been able to make some really nice changes as of late but as far as the day-to-day stuff i have to kind of deal with all that and i'm and there's only so much one person can do and it's why i haven't been able to get a teaching up every week really because i just too bombarded with things and it's either i shut down one part of the ministry or i shut down another okay then i stop answering questions and i just do the dedicated health broadcast well i don't really have a piece about doing one or the other i'm trying to just do it all still up until when the night cometh when no man can work essentially which is what the bible talks about um so going back to this report here uh it it should probably also be mentioned that because of the use of antiseptics and antibiotics modern hospitals have become breeding grounds for more difficult bacteria a time of severe pestilences is coming which is what the bible does predict Okay, so that's the thing. So, like I said, I use like the, a good whole vitamin C, uh, and I don't mean ascorbic acid, I mean a whole food vitamin C. That's what gets the job done. Okay, ascorbic acid. Do you realize that if you go buy an ascorbic acid, unless it says it's non-GMO, it's from GMO corn. And even then, it's totally synthetic and it's not vitamin C. Vitamin C is a complex. It's not just synthetic ascorbic acid. That's nothing more than a drug. You know, I try, I do um, the uh, selenium. I'm real big on the selenium. And you're going to see why in a second. I do that. Um, That's incredible for keeping the immune system high. It's it's very, very good. Um, Also, it's an antiviral. And then also I do uh, the zinc zinc is very good now I'm, I'm doing i'm getting a lot of this in, in like the multis that i do and things of this nature too but i take a little bit of extra of these other things especially the vitamin c i've found that is the one thing that i really believe is the most important for a highly functioning immune system now it also doesn't also we, we look at the flora aspect of it because the flora in the intestinal tract is a gigantic part of your immune system function and again the, unless you're eating just this unbelievably pure diet with a lot of probiotics and things like this, your your flora is probably depleted thanks to all the antibiotics and the meats and the other ways you might be getting them. So, um, And whenever you take flora, make sure you're taking it on an empty stomach. You do not want to take it with food because if you take it with food, it, it'll be digested as food. You want to take it on an empty stomach. You want to make sure it's refrigerated. The one that I recommend is the innate flora. I think that innate 2014 for the money, I think is about the best one I've ever come in contact with. That stuff is amazing, okay. Um, and th- these are the product lines I carry. So if you want to know more about that, just email me and I'll I'll tell you more about that. Uh, anyway, going further, the end of chemical medicine. Superbug discovered in America that resists all known antibiotics. Blind faith in the failed pharma pharma. Uh, monopolies will soon cost you your life it is and this is from mike adams it's interesting to study how civilizations collapse and eras of seemingly great human ingenuity come crashing to an end since the discovery of penicillin by alexander fleming in 1928 the chemical medicine industry has promised humanity that all of our ills will be cured by prescription medications We've been promised that cancer, diabetes, heart disease, and even Alzheimer's will all be cured once the pharmaceutical industry finally discovers the correct chemicals for treatment. But you can't drug your body into good health, and they know that. It's all about reoccurring revenue. It's all about keeping you sick and debilitated, and it's all about keeping you on more and more drugs because once you got to take one drug, they all have side effects. You got to take more to counteract that. Then you end up on 20, twenty, thirty meds by the time you you end life, and then you end you end up giving back all the money you've made in life for that last. Years, six months in life. It's a proven fact. That's the that's the scenario. And that's what they want. They want to get your money at the end of your life. They want to keep you sick and drugged up and drugged down and then, then get you in for surgery and then get you in, you know, to the hospital. That's all, it's all by design. These are wicked, evil people at the heads of these things. I've gotten into that so many times about IG Farben and the Nazis. And oh man, I mean, we're talking beyond horrific but today we've come to realize that big pharma chemicals aren't curing us they're dooming us superbugs are antibiotic resistant bacteria they're immune to big pharma's chemicals in other words and they come back into existence because of the over prescription of existing antibiotics if you attack bacteria with chemicals for long enough the bacteria develop biological immunity to the chemical it happens automatically and it's part of nature's adaptation mechanism at the cellular level The problem, of course, is that it only takes one mutation to render an entire antibiotic drug obsolete. As bacteria become more and more resilient to Big Pharma's toxic chemicals, the medical efficacy of antibiotic drugs collapses one by one. Big Pharma's chemicals fall like dominoes, overrun by the molecular ingenuity of these superbugs. To prevent a superbug apocalypse, drug companies and hospitals have kept one chemical in reserve, though. Colistin which is a last-ditch defense against superbugs. This is a drug that is used when everything else fails. It's the very last option when a patient is being literally eaten alive by antibiotic-resistant bacteria. And today, we've just learned that colistin is now becoming obsolete, too. A 49-year-old woman in Pennsylvania was just found to be carrying a colistin-resistant infection, reports RayGiano.com. The same story has been carried across the mainstream media. What this means is that the era of chemical antibiotics is now reaching its inevitable end. Big pharma can no longer save you from the infections it brought you into that brought you into existence. So that's what I'm saying. You know, the mouths of a protein has no resistant strains fail to develop. Okay? It cannot happen against that. But again, they would never in a million years turn to mild silver protein on a mass scale. The, the, the pharmaceutical companies, the medical... No, 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 never. They would rather see millions and millions and billions of people die rather than let that happen. This is how sick and twisted and disgusting these devils are. And if they actually used it in IVs, the mouth silver protein, oh my... Then... Your success rates would go, I mean, so far through the roof, it wouldn't even be funny. But you know, if there's any MDs that have tried to do that, when they do do it, if they get caught, they are, they're jailed. They're jailed. It works that good in an IV, the MDs, from what I've been told. I don't get into that because, I mean, I've never got into that genre of medicine where I'm putting IVs in people. But from what I've been, from what I've seen and what I've been told from Invive, you know. The MDs that have used it, they're they're in jail. They go straight to jail. Doesn't matter how many people they cure. Does that that that's absolutely totally irrelevant? And those are the MDs that have used it. Because there's a lot of MDs that have used InVive over the years. So it's just such a sick world we live in. I, I swear, it's just unbelievable. Okay, going further, this week the Senate approved a bipartisan compromise that provides one point one billion to research and fight the Zika virus. And American people expect us to be prepared to combat threats, whether they are natural or man-made. Today, the threat is Zika, whatever. Two years ago, was Ebola. The years before that, the novel flu strains. We don't know what the next threat, when this is, this is an actual pro-Zika article I'm reading from. We don't know what next the threat will be or how it will arise, but we are staying focused on identifying threats and being vigilant to finish what we start. We will be better prepared for the next threat. Now, listen. I think, yes, it's a huge scam. I think it's garbage. Um, but the fact remains is this is what they, the medical cartels, the Illuminati, is putting a ton of their focus on, the Zika virus. 1.1 billion here, and all of this stuff about Brazil, and, and all of these things. So regardless of if you believe it's a scam, they are the ones that are putting all this effort into this so i would still watch this closely okay because they could say oh guess what it mutated and now it's actually killing people and now it's actually doing this and it's doing that and now we have a vaccine which is what they you know obviously they're trying to develop now and that'll be the savior of everything okay and it'll probably come right when it mutates into into some you know unbelievably virulent form that supposedly starts killing all these people when in actuality it'll probably be the people that are getting vaccinated by the, for the zika virus that are the ones that are dropping dead just like the 1918 1919 spanish flu virus the people that got the vaccinations for it were hailing and hearty one day and that's a quote and then by the next day were we're suffering of symptoms of what they term as the black death which was like a combination of like pertussis and typhus and all of these unbelievably horrific things whatever they were putting in that vaccine they went way overboard okay they were they were refining their black arts back then their their black arts of vaccination and if you want to know more about that just go up online and key in avion flu dr johnson dr scott johnson you'll find my online presentation you can't find the one from the prophecy club anymore they make sure they take that down every time i guess they really want to ration the old bullets You know, probably mad because I didn't come back and speak, even though they basically begged me to come back on several occasions. And I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Not real wild about what I found out about the Prophecy Club after the whole tour was over. And, you know, I'm just not going to do that. I'm not, I could have went back on, man, Stan asked me in the elevator ride on the way down. A Newport Beach. I remember the elevator ride on the way up to my room. He says, "I normally don't do this, but I want to ask you to come back in the same year." And we normally don't have speakers twice in the same year. And I said, "I'm I'm going to pray about it." And then I found out a whole bunch of stuff. I'm like, "Nah, I don't think so." So they've went out of their way to make sure they took down my avian flu presentation, the one I did in Topeka, Kansas, every single time it's went up there. I haven't put it up ever, but you know. How Christian of them! That's all I can really say. It doesn't surprise me a bit. Anyway, but you can still get my online PowerPoint presentation. It's up there on my YouTube channel. I don't. I've never put anything up there other than the the cloidal silver presentation and um, a couple different avian flu. But see, it's not about avian flu. This stuff that I talk about that is just as applicable today as it is now. And I have a whole separate section on the 1918, 1919 Spanish flu and how vaccinations figured into that. And it's all coming to pass. Exactly pretty much like I predicted it in today's day and age. This is what they're going to use vaccinations again as the ultimate depo- depopulation tool. And now as a way to microchip you to boot. So I'm going to end with this. And this is a uh, a email I just got this last week or less last week, May 26th. And just for the sake of anonymity, I'm going to call this mm, listener Tom. And um, he emails me. And I put him on a protocol, okay? And the protocol was essentially for HIV, okay? And it's not because he's gay or anything like that. It's just, you know, hey, stuff happens, and there's, there's a myriad of ways you can get HIV, okay? Blood transfusions, you know, a lot of different different ways, okay? So he says, hey, Scott, I'm attaching my labs. Man, I don't even know where to start other than to say that I'm blown away. He, what What happened is I put him on a protocol, okay? It was a very... Just it was just still silver and a couple different other products, Conjuplex and Imiplex, and Echinacea Premium by Mediherb, okay? Which really is a, I would say it would be the bare bones basic thing I would put an HIV patient on, or anybody that was battling a hardcore virus, okay? Because remember, the silver acts as a secondary immune system in the body, but it doesn't do a whole lot to build up your primary immune system. Like, other products can do. Okay, so silver has its place, but it is not some panacea where if you come in there and your own immune system is so unbelievably devastated that it is going to magically revamp your own immune system. Silver, when it interacts with these other viruses or bacteria, okay, through this thing called the zeta potential, basically zaps them, okay? And but it's not doing a whole lot to build up your own immune system, to increase your own white blood cell counts and things of this nature, okay? Um, So I put him on a basic protocol, and I said, I'm really eager for you to get your labs back. Well, he calls him back, and and they, they say, oh, you're in decline. You're still in decline. Real vague about everything. He'd been on... Well, I'll just read this to you. says, I'm attaching my labs. Man, I don't even know where to start other than to say that I'm blown away by what's unfolding before me. I'm sending you my labs from February 17th of this year and the ones from a couple weeks ago on May 17th. Okay, so I got the two labs from February 17th and May 17th. Keep in mind that when I had these last done on um, May 17th, it was the 34... 34th day I was on the invive miles silver protein. Okay. Had him on 5000 part per million. Okay. And then the supplements I gave him. He says here's the biggie. My viral load for February was 79540. Okay. May's viral load is 33450. So in other words, we've got way over a 100% drop or a well I guess it depends how you look at it. You got way over a, 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 I don't know, what from 79, you're looking at about a 55% drop. It's huge. It's a huge drop. Not only that, but think about it this way. He hadn't been doing anything really for this, okay? And that was February 17th. He still had a lot of time. Between the time that he went on the Invive, for that viral load to increase even more. So, what his viral load was when he actually went on the protocol could have been much bigger than 79,540. Could have been quite a bit larger. We've dropped it to 33,450, and that was only 34 days on the Invive. So who knows? Who knows what the real, real viral rate was, though, by the time he went on it. When I spoke with my case manager a couple of days ago, she told me that the raise in my CD4 count was insignificant. His CD4 count also raised some, too, which is positive. She said that I was continuing to decline, though. <laughs> I love it. She failed to mention that my viral load had massively improved. See, this is how these devils are he what he had went off what they told them to do he had went off it okay which i tell people if you go off whatever they are giving you you have to compensate with something else or yes you probably are going to go into severe decline big time very very quickly and he was most likely moving in that direction and there was a little bit of time that this had happened okay um uh, you know he he had he had um been off their stuff for a long time. Again, I don't even know what his viral load was by the time we put him on the protocol. It could have been over 100,000 easily. 34 days into the program, he gets checked, it had dropped to 33,450. Okay, which was a massive massive improvement. Um but these devils cannot acknowledge anything like that. If they can't say their drugs did it or some surgical procedure did it, they're going to tell you that you're still in decline, even though you're getting better and your numbers show that. This is what these devils did to him, which doesn't surprise me because I've seen it over and over again in private practice going all the way back to 93 when I started seen it over and over, how these devils manipulate in mind game and have this God complex, like they're the only ones with the answers and alternative medicine has nothing to offer you and that's all, you know, smoke and mirrors and they're the only ones that, that, you know, can do anything to really help you. He goes on to say, hopefully I'm not misinterpreting any of this, but I'm seeing now that I've been lied to the entire time I've been going to this doctor. It's always been, quote, you don't know what you're talking about, so take the pills. Because he's he has been resistant to their line of, of treatment all along, okay? And, and they don't like that. They, they want you to be a good little brown shirt Nazi and do what you're told and don't argue, okay? Please feel free to look these over and tell me what you think. This has been a big revelation to me. I've always known the medical industry is corrupt, but to experience this for myself takes it to another level. Please get back to me when you get a chance and let me know what you think. I'm anxious to get back on all the supplements and order more silver. Thanks for all you do. My response, um, uh, so I emailed him back and I said, sorry, I'm just getting your emails now. It's, it's, it's hard. Like I said, to, to respond back, um, A lot of times now for me but i said just i'm just totally buried this is exactly what i thought because see when he first contacted me about this all all he was really being told is that you're in decline and i'm like what i'm like whoa 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 i i want to know what your viral loads are that's what i told him i said you need i said and there but yet they wouldn't tell him anything they wouldn't tell him what his numbers were they just said you're in decline." So see, they want to keep him in that negative mindset where, where he still thinks he's he's dying, basically. You know, God forbid they tell him something positive. Hey, you know, you know, what are you doing, man? I mean, your, your numbers are, your viral load's been, you know, unbelievable. It went from 79,540 to 33,450. And that's only after 34 days of being on the InVive. There's also something else I'm going to tell you here in a second, which is also going to make that even more impressive. And not only that, it could have been way more uh, than 79,540 because that first test that measured that was back in February. He had a lot of time after that where the viral load could have increased, like I said. So we really don't even know what the viral load was when he started. Um, I said a 33... This this drop is a 58% drop compared to your previous viral load of, of um, 79,540. Now... Also, a lot of what they are detecting also in the thirty-three, four-five-zero viral load that they did pick up is dead virus particles still in your system. Now, this has happened before. I put somebody on a protocol, and, and they come back, and they, they're like a month later or whatever, and they're like, yeah, but my my numbers are still, I mean, they're, they were definitely reduced, but they're still higher than I thought they'd be. Okay, understand something. The Vive is in there killing the viruses. And these dead virus, viral particles, viri or whatever you want to call them, are floating around in the bloodstream. Well, the test that they're doing cannot differentiate between dead and alive particles. As a result of that, because the body hasn't gotten rid of or purged those, those dead virus particles yet, they're still going to show up on the test. So what is real live viral load was, who knows? So that's another thing to bear in mind about this, Okay. And not only that, that's why a lot of times you can feel worse before you get better, because the body's purging all these dead virus particles out, the liver's being overloaded, the body's trying to get rid of all this, it's trying to do all this house cleaning, you can have a lot of fatigue as a result of that, but it's all a positive sign. That's why it's very, very important to drink a lot of purified water when you're in that initial, whether it's a detox, whether it's, it's something where you're getting rid of uh, candida, or Or viruses or bacteria. You might feel terrible. You might be going through that Herxheimer reaction. And as a result of that, drink a lot of purified water to help flush these things out. And also doing a detox during that time also can be very beneficial to actually flush things out. But it's it's a lot to handle. You know, detoxing on top of this. It's like a double Herxheimer die-off detox effect. Which is not fun, but you know, it depends how far you want to take it. Um, The viral load test doesn't differentiate between live and dead virus particles as far as live virus particles in your system the number is most likely much lower but it takes time for your body to clear the dead ones out honestly it sounds like these devils you're dealing with are pure evil purposely making it hard for you to get these labs knowing your viral load number had dropped by the way over over 58 with even a slight rise in cd4 because the cd4 levels actually went up a little bit um and they tell you that you're declining they have the audacity, essentially, to tell him he's declining. Okay, now I think you may want to try to make sure we are filling in as many potential weak links as possible to maximize the effects of the protocol. Meaning, I want to see higher numbers in his other primary immune system functions, not just a drop in viral load. I want to see his other uh, his other primary immune system things that they're checking with the labs. I want to see that go up correspondingly as well. So, as a result... Um, And then I said to make this more cost effective, I would propose dropping the emiplex and the Conjaplex to four per day while addressing, while adding in some of the products below. Now, one of the things I do tell people, when you're in any kind of protocol, generally speaking, the first thing you always want to do is make sure you're on like a good whole food multivitamin. Why? Because it's a foundational product. And the Bible says if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Psalm 11 verse 3, I believe. Um, So you want to make sure your foundation... And and a good whole food multivitamin mineral product is kind of like a gap filler. It's going to fill in a lot of things that you may not be aware of that you need, okay? But your body knows it needs it, okay? So I always, I gave him the choice. I would either recommend Intramax or the Innate Response Men's One Daily Under 40 or Over 40. There's two there. It's just a one a day. Simple, easy, or the Intramax, one thing a day. If you're a woman, the Intramax has the um, women over 40 or under 40 as well, one a day. Okay, so that's that's just a good, each bottle's like a 60-day supply. It's the ones I carry, and, and it's just a good thing to have. And I do carry the Intramax now as well, too. Um, then, I wanted to add in St. John's wort. Why? Because I've seen this particular St. John's wort from medi have a really, really good impact on viral, loads um um st john's wort and not talking i'm not talking about something you get at walmart that has no efficacy that has no strength that that is just some herb they threw in a bottle because they're trying to make money the MediHerbs, herbs which is the sister company to, to uh, standard process they, they they put together the most powerful herbs i know of it's a professional grade herb st john's wort has been proven in double blind studies to devastate viral re- replication as well so this is another thing that we're trying to devastate. See, I'm to the point in my career where, with with what I'm doing with clinical nutrition, where I really, really go after the juggler. I really don't mess around anymore. If somebody's willing to do what I'm telling them to do, I tell them to go all out. If they can afford to do it, I tell them go all out. Go after this thing. You'll get through this quicker. You'll 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 you're cutting the head off the snake. You're just pulling out all the punches because i found that when you're being conservative with something like a retrovirus which is something that is a man-made virus our government made in a laboratory like hiv okay you've got to really be aggressive okay and with the things that are coming down the pike with all of these man-made things that they're creating i advise people to get aggressive because i'm afraid anymore if you don't get aggressive with as aggressive as they are trying to kill us it may not be enough okay because who knows what we're going to be dealing with even right now as opposed to even in the future with all of these these satanic people in the medical cartel and the vaccination industry and all of these things they're preparing to unleash on humanity and all these pandemics they're planning to release i mean man i mean it's 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 insane these people are absolute, total, homicidal maniacs. So um, I gave him, I say, okay, this would be a good one to do. I also recommended the the C400. Um, actually, I forgot to recommend it. And I just gave him a bottle. I said, here, take the C400, do like three or four a day. And because I really do believe that is one of those foundational immune system products. And that's going to help his primary immune system function work better, which will help his body to also go after this HIV molecule or uh, virus retrovirus Um, then also number three selenium uh, which prevents retroviruses which is what hiv is and ebola and these things now i talked a lot about selenium when the whole ebola thing was out let me just read this to you low selenium levels lead to a weakened antioxidant defenses reduced immune immune surveillance and higher viral replication rates and thus conditions favoring viral mutation In other words, if you're not aggressive with a lot of different things, it might mutate, it might find some other way to get some foothold, and this is one of the things you can do to combat that. It is also known that selenium prevents a number of retroviruses like HIV, Coxsackie, Ebola, Marburg, and flu viruses from replicating in the host cells. It interferes with reverse transcription, of the viral RNA to viral DNA, thus preventing viral replication. Research shows that it prevents the progression of HIV to AIDS, which is where you start really manifesting all the symptoms of HIV, AIDS. Professor Luck Montinger of the Pasteur Institute, one of the discoverers of HIV, states that selenium was currently the most realistic hope for those infected with HIV in the world's impoverished nations. Of the slowing of the progression of HIV to AIDS. Now, this is just using selenium, okay? Now, I wasn't even aware of that quote when he first came to me. I had to do more research, and I found out, oh, man, I, I got to have him on this. Got to do this. But even with what we did with the silver, okay, he was able to make that much progress in 34 days. So now we're adding all this other stuff in, and I, I lowered the dose a little bit on the silver just because I felt like, well, we're doing all this other stuff. Hopefully, we're going to just continue this we can always increase the silver later but i'm always trying to find ways to save money for my patients it's this this i'm trying to to um just not rely on the silver totally because the silver so yeah, I, I could put them on you know three tablespoons a day you know and he'd be going i mean there's only 24 teaspoons in a bottle of four ounces of invive he'd be going through a bottle like would <laughs> be you know uh, there he'd be going through a bottle like every uh three days i'm trying to save that expense if we had to do that i'm not saying i wouldn't do that i'm just saying okay is there another way if we take a more of a shotgun approach that we can get the same result even better results lower the silver a little bit save them some money and add these other things in this is what i'm trying to do so um that's that's how i'm I'm trying to uh, go about things so let's go further so selenium was currently the most realistic hope for those infected with hiv in the world and anybody with any kind of virus okay needs to be on a whole food selenium and innate is one of the only ones i don't know of any other company that makes a whole food selenium and that whole food selenium innate makes is amazing okay um it is (laughs) Selenium is an essential mineral, functions as an antioxidant, and is a component of another antioxidant, which is glutathione peroxidase. Deficiencies of either substance impair the body's immune system and ability to fight infections, but if recent research is any indication, the role of selenium in disease prevention may may be much more profound than previously imagined. And again, I give them the link to the whole food selenium. And all of this, you can look at this in the PDF. This will be on page like 11 and 12 of the PDF. I put out for free every week for the teaching for um six uh june 5th 2016 okay uh now let's go further here um number four these are things i'm adding in a good flora product as this is essential for immune function i talked about that earlier uh, and this is what antibiotics kill off okay see the attachments. I uh, gave them some attachments on the flora. If not, I would recommend a one-a-day, empty stomach of the flora 5014. Floor 5014 is like the even more stronger version of the flora 2014. And um, generally speaking, I tell people if they've never done a cycle, do like a cycle of the flora 5014. A bottle, I you don't know, 60 days, 30 days at bare minimum. You can't even do, they have a flora 214, which is, it's only a seven-capsule bottle, but it totally just repopulates your intestinal tract with good flora in a seven day period and then you can go on something like flora for uh 2014 and i I, the flora 2014 is really really good if you have any constipation issues as well it really can really smooth out that whole cycle okay uh when you have enough flora those issues should be greatly helped i'm not saying in every case it's all that's needed But it really can have an amazing effect on that as well. And I know a lot of women have issues in those areas. Um, Some men do too, but a lot of women do as well. Um, Then, and this was in my protocol, for HIV AIDS, a good full body cleanse with an emphasis on liver and gallbladder is also recommended. Okay? So if you've never done a cleanse, this is the one I recommend. And basically, it's the the one I've kind of come to the conclusion of, okay, this is one-stop shopping. This isn't just liver and gallbladder. This is a whole body cleanse, and you can get it done in a month. Now, I'm not saying that if if you've never done a cleanse, I wouldn't recommend doing this for two. Okay, But if you just want to get it done in one, and you want short, simple, sweet, two bottles of each of these. Livaplex, six a day for a month. Choline, six a day for a month. It defats the liver and just helps to break down gallstones, the choline. And then SP Cleanse, which is like a whole body cleanse. And you do 10 per day for a month. You do two bottles of each. And uh, you can do the whole cleanse. I don't know. It's it's under 200 bucks for the month. It's not even near 200 bucks, actually. So I think it's under 150. Anyway, um, that is also indicated for HIV, AIDS, to do, to do that. And um, also, this will help get rid of those dead viral particles in his system so those are all standard process products you need two of those so and then I, I ended by saying sorry i threw a lot at you but now that you're moving forward in the right direction i want to keep you moving that way i have found in the past that with hiv you have to be aggressive and keep hitting it from different angles it's another reason i want to do this so i want to see this this uh, gentleman he's a he's a wonderful awesome christian I, I want to see him come back with an absolute, you know, zero viral load for HIV. And this is what I expect, you know. And so this is my goal for him. And I just, I just know that what I just said there, it has the potential to help a lot of different people, okay, Uh, This isn't just about AIDS. This has a lot to do with anybody that has something chronically uh, viral and even bacterial. A lot of the same things. Now granted, if it was chronically bacterial, the um, St. John's wort and the selenium wouldn't be as big of an issue. I would say the flora would still be as big of an issue. I would definitely say the um, good multivitamin would be just as much of an issue. I would say the silver would be just as much of an issue um um i'm all i've also got them on ec, um, echinacea premium by Mediherb which would be either viral or bacterial strongest echinacea i know of real echinacea makes your tongue tingle just so you know and the mediherb makes uh an echinacea that man it makes your tongue do crazy stuff I've never, and that's how they show you the difference between their echinacea and other competitors. Man, that stuff is amazing. Um, and then also conjuplex and immuplex by standard process, I have them on those at a lower dosage because those are those general immune system rebuilding things. A lot of the building blocks that the immune system needs are in those products. And those would apply to either either viral or bacterial. So in a nutshell, it's kind of a, I wanted to go over this because we're, we're, we're hitting this from a lot of different angles. And um, I'm trying to explain to you why, what my approach is, why I'm doing this and why I'm hitting it from those angles. And um, anyway, that's all we have for today. And uh, I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and this time you've given us. Um, I do pray, God, that you you bless my listeners, you bless the body of Christ, Lord God, that you strengthen us. For the days and times ahead, Lord, and that you give us wisdom, Lord, that, um, uh, that we know exactly how to apply the wisdom, Lord, for divine providence in our lives, Lord God, not that we would just be able to um, help ourselves, God, but to help others, to be a servant to others, which is what you've called us to be, Lord. And um, I do pray, God, for the body of Christ. I do pray for the innocent in all of those being persecuted, the Christians being persecuted in this world, Lord. The unborn babies in the wombs, Lord, that are scheduled to be aborted, Lord. 100,000 per day, Lord, worldwide. I can't imagine the amount of innocent blood crying out from the land. All of the wickedness, the medical profession that, that comes under the guise of, of being this, this savior-type Thing when their exact agenda is the exact opposite which is to enslave us which is to kill us which is to biologically change our dna lord to churn us into something that's not even human so that we will have no opportunity to even be saved the human species the, the, whatever you want to refer to it as lord this is wickedness god and i pray to god you expose it I pray to God you give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive. That you would open up the eyes of the people that are brainwashed into this medical paradigm, Lord. And that you guide them, Lord, toward the right products they need to be on. Or toward, maybe it's just prayer, Lord. Maybe they just need to repent and pray and you'll heal them. Maybe it's some other thing, Lord. But I pray for the respective people on this planet, particularly the body of Christ and those that would be saved, Lord, because you know the beginning from the end. And I just pray to God you give them wisdom and you give them divine providence and protection. I pray your angels encamp around about them, Lord, and go before them to prepare the way. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ over them, Lord. And I pray that every devil, demon, evil entity, fallen angel, or fallen cherub that would try to hinder this prayer in any way, shape, or form be bound up and rebuked and cast into the abyss until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire and that none would be able to come to take their place. I pray you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed, Lord, as we forgive those who have sinned against us and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable and pleasing in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our our redeemer, and that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.